You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. Welcome to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason. Co-host, Danny. And fans, this is our initial reaction to the elimination of the then defending champions, Milwaukee Bucks, uh, where they dropped the game here, uh, game seven, to the Boston Celtics, and where the Boston Celtics won 109-81. to And uh, Boston Celtics move on, Danny. They move on to face the Miami Heat. Uh, so just wanted to get our initial reactions to the uh, Milwaukee Bucks season uh, and more importantly, really this series. Uh, Danny, let me need to start off uh, by saying what a valiant effort by uh, Giannis and Drew Holiday. Uh, Giannis in particular, where he has done something that no other NBA player has done. Uh, I remember seeing a stat saying that he scored over 200 points, 100 rebounds, and what, 50 assists or something like that. Uh, something that no NBA player has ever done. Um, but more importantly, man, he carried the Milwaukee Bucks in this series. Uh, with the injury to Chris Middleton, obviously Giannis had to step up and he did so. Uh, Drew Holiday stepped up, and for the most part, he he did. Uh, I think Giannis just kind of ran out of a little gas in the tank there in the second half of game seven. Let me just be real, Danny. Okay, so this is the initial reaction. <laughs> hey, man, Bud went ahead and lost this series for us, man. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Bud done lost this series, okay? I think with the drop covers defense, you have to be able to, in my opinion, you have to be able to make adjustments on the fly with that. If you have a player on fire shooting threes, you make adjustments. Yep. Realizing that your squad is struggling scoring and has struggled scoring for the past couple of games you got to make some kind of adjustments. I would have made some kind of adjustment there with this drop coverage defense. I understand that Brooke, he can't get out. He can't get out to the shooters and everything. And you're, you're gambling at that point. We'll let Grant Williams go ahead and beat us. Well, Grant Williams, what? He was like a 41% three-point shooter. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. But he's the lesser... Mm-hmm. evil if you will so yeah. okay but at the same token you still gotta make some form of adjustment at this point in time Danny yeah not only that Danny not only would I have made an adjustment defensively but damn it I would have made an adjustment offensively too what I mean by that Grayson Allen let me give you damn stats on Grayson Allen over the past few games, basically the entire series. In game one, 
Okay, Grayson did pretty okay. 11 points, four for eight from the field, three from six from three-point land. But ever since that game one, five points, zero points, seven points, eight points, three points, one point yesterday. Not only that, Danny, but when you think about Grayson Allen, in this series, he was five for 24 from three-point land, which equates to 20.8%. You mean tell me you couldn't go ahead and get another guard to come off the bench who can give us some, give us some three-point shooting to space the floor, but to give us some kind of immediate impact in which we need? We need a scoring. Why not go ahead and pull in the likes of, man, Javon Carter was missed. I don't know why the hell you brought in George Hill. No, I do know why you brought in George Hill. You brought in George Hill because you relied upon George Hill. You have a relationship with George Hill from the Atlanta Hawks days. George Hill didn't give us nothing. George Hill did. Well, let me, let me clarify. George Hill <laughs> did give us some ball handling to give Drew Holiday a blow here and there. Mm-hmm. But what did George do in this series? He played 11 minutes yesterday, zero points. He gave us a couple rebounds. Game six, zero points. He shot three times. Oh, let me clarify here. Yesterday in game seven, he didn't even shoot. Game six, he shot three times, zero points. Game five. Pivotal game, played 13 minutes, zero points, didn't even shoot. Game four, played 23 minutes, five points, shot once. Get a three-pointer, must have got fouled, got on the free throw line. Uh, game three, zero points, played 11 minutes, shot once. Games one and two, he didn't even play because Javon Carter played. I don't know why you decided, Coach Bud, to go with George Hill here. This, to me, was a huge mistake. Nothing against George Hill, but George Hill was out for approximately a one month for abdominal, from an abdominal injury perspective. Mm-hmm. So why would you want to bring him in after the seeing what Javon Carter was actually doing? I mean, Javon Carter could actually play some defense. Javon Carter, in my opinion, was the, was the player we should have put in to give us some kind of spark defensively, to give us some kind of spark um, even offensively. So I think we made a mistake there. Um, let me just add to this too, Danny. I'm mm-hmm. just going to pile on, man, because I'm a little frustrated here. Um, not only that, but even if this is say Jamon Carter wasn't the player, Grayson Allen's show wasn't the player because Grayson Allen was just completely off and they just got up in him. Mm-hmm. Who else could we have brought in, brought off the bench? Oh, what about Jordan Nora? He's instant offense. Mm-hmm. He is instant offense. We could have went ahead and brought in Jordan Nora to give us some form of offense, to give us some form of threat at the three-point line that we weren't getting from 
Grayson Allen. Oh, this is the same Grayson Allen that went ahead and signed an extension with the Milwaukee Bucks, where I think a contract for worth up to $18 million, $19, $20 million for two years. So we have Grayson Allen for next year and a year after 2023, 24. So we have that contract now in our books. Mm -hmm. Not unless we decided to trade. So there are so many baffling lineup moves here that I'm just like, what in the world? And oh, by the way, we went ahead and got Serge Ibaka. Didn't play him at all this, this series. I think we could have used Serge Ibaka, Danny. I think we could have used Serge Ibaka from a pick, pick and pop perspective. He can give us a mid-range jumper there, here or there. Just to give maybe Brooke a blow. Um, and we it still be kind of a threat there. And not only that, Danny, and we mentioned this in the previous podcast, but I don't know why you decided to go with a very small lineup against another small lineup where your advantage is having your big. So you could have used Serge Ibaka. You could have still you went ahead and used uh, Bobby. You still could have went ahead and used Giannis. Rotations were just completely off. And I'm hearing now that one of the things that the bus can do is revamp their bench. We had a bench, but just decided not to use it. Mm -hmm. So I'm just frustrated because I think we had an opportunity here to get past this round, maybe wait for Chris Milton to come back and possibly advance. Um, so I don't know, Danny, this is just completely a baffling move. What say you to the Serge Ibaka point? I think that he may have been a better option on closing out yesterday, for example, with Grant Williams. I'm not sure because you didn't get to see him, so you don't know how he could move, but I think it would have just been a different change of pace. He's similar to Al Horford. If you think about it. So he could have moved with Al Horford. At least it would have gave him something, a different look. And he hit that 18-footer. That, uh, that one, I'm still questioning um, what, what the reason was why he didn't play him. Agree on Javon Carter. I think yeah, at least you could have gave him an option. And Nora was the other one I was thinking, especially yesterday when it was like 68-55 in the third quarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't hit a shot. On, I'm like, why not give him a shot? Just put him in, and you never know, right? And on, you go man. on a run. Come on, man. Ultimately, man, I know Coach Bud had his hands on this, but you got to hit shots, and they didn't hit shots. And Boston did, and there's a disparity over the series where Boston hit, like, 50-plus more three-pointers than the Bucks in this series. 50. You can't win a series like that, man. No, no. And Boston was giving them opportunities to come back in game oh, most six. Definitely. Most game definitely. six and game seven most where definitely. they just couldn't knock, knock the shots down. And Giannis, yeah, he wore down. And, you know, the ground, you know, everyone was pounding on him. So it took his toll on him. And Middleton was definitely missed. And Portis got into foul trouble yesterday. It was just. <clears throat> Once that Boston went on that run in the second quarter, mm-hmm. when they took the lead, it was I think it was 
32-30 or whatever the case may be. After that, they just couldn't get into a, a, a rhythm. I'm very curious how they approach the offseason because Middleton's there. I think that I believe they win the series. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I think they so win. So you don't want to go. Yeah, my point is you don't want to go rogue in the offseason where you have the pieces there. It's just you're missing one of your key pieces to advance, right? So I'm curious how they play this and navigate it and how they um, – if they move somebody and bring some a different piece in. But all in all, they could have clo- – they should have closed this out in game six. Yeah, yeah. They, they had a little golden opportunity at home. And So speaking of offseason, you know, the bus got some decisions to make here, okay? So, of course, we would have the big three, Giannis, Chris, and Drew. We have them locked up contractually. We also have Brooke locked up contractually as well. Uh, Pat Connaughton has a player option at $5.7 million. Uh, Bobby Portis has a player option at $4.5 million. I mentioned earlier that we have Grayson um, at $9.6 million, George Hill at four. Uh, Wesley Matthews is not uh, on a contract. Mm-hmm. The Nassis is on a player option at $1.8 million. Jordan Nora is not on contract. Javon Carter, not on contract. Danny, there's some, some decisions to be made here. Um, buy some players, some critical players here. Pat Connington, I think is a critical piece and I absolutely love the relationship and the friendship that Pat Connaughton and Bobby Portis has. I think honestly that stems from the championship run. I would never ever forget this and where they were being interviewed and the question was asked about them drinking and they just looked at each other and started <laughs> laughing. I was like, man, that is a great friendship right there. Yeah. Um, but they're both on player options. I'm interested to see what happens with that. Pat Connaughton has a construction business. He's doing a lot of construction in the Milwaukee area. Yes, he is. Uh, and so I'm really intrigued in terms of what's going to happen there. Can I see the Bucks actually? I don't know how that would work, Danny. I mean, I know it's a player option. I don't know if he could turn down that player option and Bucks actually work out a deal mm-hmm. uh, with them. I think the Bucks need to work out a deal with Pat Connaughton. He's that mm-hmm. critical of a piece. Same thing with Bobby Portis. Now, for those who say about the luxury tax and everything, hey, man, you know, look, I think we need to keep this crew intact because we're, we're, really, we're really right there. Mm-hmm. We're really right there when you think about it. Um, You're an MCL away. Exactly. Exactly. But do you go out and probably look at some younger players? See, here's the thing, Danny. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Dante DiMincenzo, did we miss some in this series in place with Grayson Allen? It's it's hard to say, man. It's very hard. It's the difference is Grayson Allen couldn't hit any shots. Couldn't hit no Who's shots. Who's to say Dante would have either, right? Because it, it it was like it was it wasn't just Grayson Allen. It was like the whole team fell under this spell where they just couldn't shoot. But let me say, Grayson was just off the entire series. Yeah. To me, Dante, I think, would have been able to slash the cup a little bit better. 
Oh, he's more athletic. He's, he's more way athletic. more athletic. But you got to look at Grayson Allen did save the Bucks in that Bulls series. True enough. So he just the cards weren't in his favor. True enough. <laughs> he couldn't hit anything. So yeah, Dante and Grayson Allen are that yeah, Dante has more athletic ability. Yeah. He's he can get to the rim. He can, he can create. He can defend better. Yeah, I would say that. I, and and for for those fans, Dante DiMincenzo, we actually draft, drafted him, came out of Villanova. Mm-hmm. Uh, I called that he was going to be drafted by the Bucks. He was a favorite of mine, uh, was traded for an insurance policy, that being Serge Ibaka. He was in a three-team uh, trade where Dante went to the Sacramento Kings. Marvin Bagley went to the Pistons and Serge Ibaka came to the Bucks. And I think that was because we were trying to figure out about Brooke and his back. Um, yeah. And so we, we needed an insurance policy just in case. Uh, so we sacrificed um, Dante uh, to get that insurance policy, if you will. Um, so that's kind of where we stand. Do you feel that we, we already indicated that the Bucks are right there with MC, MCO spraying away? Yeah, uh, if you will, um, with the way that the Eastern Conference is shaping up, with the way that how um, how people got called out by the Brooklyn Nets GM about being more available, mm-hmm. i.e., Kyrie Irving, Brooklyn's going to have you know something to say about it next year. Boston's going to have something to say about it next year. Miami's going to have something to say about it next year. Um, you got a lot going on in the Eastern Conference, man. So I think you got to keep this crew intact and pay the luxury tax on it. Maybe get a couple of younger pieces. Yep. Some more agile defenders, someone who can knock down some threes, man, who got some playoff, playoff pressure, who's battle tested. I think that's what we need. Because mm-hmm. Grayson Allen ain't it. Hell, I would even almost go ahead and trade Grayson Allen, Danny. I don't know who's going to take that contract. That's the problem. I would say look out for a mid-year trade. Mm-hmm. I can see something like that possibly happening because I don't think the Bucks should rely upon Grayson Allen to perform in the playoffs. No, he should be a be- he should be a bench player. He should be a bench player, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hell, hell, you can get one of those wings from the Clippers, man. They got like 15 of them. They're like <laughs> six, eight. The whole team is like six, eight. Wing, three and D dudes. Yeah, so, yeah. That and so like or, someone like a Covington or someone like that would be. Yeah. A nice yeah. piece. It'd be a very nice piece. Or, I don't think they, they would pay for him, but I'm just saying someone like that. Yeah, I can see that. They're going to need a big man. As well, a backup. That depends. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. They're gonna need a backup big man. I agree with you on that. Because Brooke is not young either, so no, nope. nope. he's not old. But they got you know, with thirty four back issues and things like that. You need someone there as an insurance policy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks really handled the Phoenix Suns surprisingly. I, I didn't see this coming, Danny. The, sc- the final score is not indicative of what happened. <laughs> not at all um i remember seeing a 46 point 
spread. Um, and I was like, man, what in the entire world happened here? I was thinking, I was like, man, I hope Phoenix can get over 30. Cause they were at 27 in the third quarter for a couple minutes. And then finally they started hitting some shots. I was like, man, Don chicken, those dudes, it's going to be a good series with golden state and Dallas. I believe so too. I think so, man. Don chicken was ice water yesterday along with his supporting cast. So they played tough defense. Your boy, Jay kid, getting them to the Western conference finals. And this will be a great matchup, man. It's going to be the new kid on the block versus, you know, the veteran team, the championship pedigree. And we'll see because truth be told, Golden State keep turning the ball over like they are. They might get beat because they are very loose with that ball. That's Steph. You've always been loose I'm with the like, ball, man. I'm like, man. Always every game. I'm, <laughs> they on, throw man. all these crazy wild passes and – I think it was what it was game six. They had four turnovers in a row in the third quarter. Like, what's going on, man? So they have to be careful with the ball. Otherwise, Dallas can sneak up on them and steal that series. And let me just say this too, Danny. So Phoenix Suns lost 123 to 90 against the Mavericks. Uh let's just say that at halftime, the score, <laughs> the score was 57. To 27. They had these cats down by 30 in the, by at halftime. And I was like, man, I can't believe what I'm watching. So I just decided just to keep watching because I started laughing. I was like, I can't believe what I'm watching. I don't think I've ever seen anything like this in the NBA in a game seven. And the team at home was the one getting blown out. Come on, man. Let me ask you this, Danny. Do you think this is Chris Paul's last great opportunity of getting a title? It depends on Aiden. If Aiden stays and they keep, because they have most of their team back next year, besides Aiden is the key free agent. Mm -hmm. If Aiden stays, I think they have a good shot at it. There's another thing. They would, they set their team record and wins and they're dinking around in this series where they should have put the nail in the coffin a couple games mm -hmm. and came back to bite them. Because I thought for sure they were on their way once they had this coming home. Yeah. So I think they're still in good shape as long as they get Aiden back. If Aiden doesn't come back, then I don't know. I'm going to disagree with you, man. Even if Aiden comes back, I think this is his last, uh, Chris Paul's last good time because you have a whole lot more players coming back. You got mm -hmm. Kawhi coming back. You got um, PG coming back. Paul George coming back. Yeah. And then, you get, then you have the likes of Minnesota mm -hmm. starting to, you know, feel themselves. And then you still got Memphis on the rise. Yep. And I think the blueprint is out on CP3. Thanks to our Milwaukee Bucks last year in the finals. Mm-hmm. So I think a combination of all that, Danny, I don't, I think this was his last great chance of getting a title. I still think he has one more year because if you look at the teams you name, Timberwolves, what are they going to do with Cat? So they have, and they're still young yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think they're going to, they're, they're on an upward trajectory. 
but they're still not a, they still need some more chops yet. I think another year and then mm-hmm. the following year, I think they're on their way if they keep the team together. But, but saying that, let me, let me, yeah, let, go me ahead. let me say this. You got to go multiple rounds with different teams. Mm-hmm. And I think round by round, it's going to wear Chris Paul out. It's going to wear him out, man. And, you know, he started to, I guess they're saying he was limping after uh, game seven, quad injury or what have you. Hey, man, you know, CP3 always hurt, man, in the playoffs. Oh, he always hurt. They'll He's need another hurt. backup guard for him. They're going to have to have a backup guard. I'm I'm to a point now saying, is it time to put a CP3, not necessarily all the, on the bench, but he's like the third person. He he can't be the second person, second go-to person no more. That's he, why I'm saying they need Aiden. They need Aiden bad. And then they need a backup point guard. Because Cameron Payne, I think he's a free agent, if I'm not mistaken. So they need someone in there that can be give them solid minutes. Javon Carter would be that was that dude for him. So maybe he comes back. Hmm. But and then I look at Memphis. I think Memphis will be there. Dep- uh, pending, this is all pending free agency and what happens there. If they hmm. stay as they are, they got a taste of it now, and they have that grit that they can get there. Um, Clippers, I'm not worried about. I'm not. I can't worry about the Clippers because Paul George hasn't done it. Yeah, no, he hasn't done it. Even if they have Kawhi. And I think Utah, this, and I think Utah's gonna blow things up there. Yeah, so I that's why I still think they have a shot if they have Aiden there, mm-hmm. just because they've been through and they know what it takes. But if they don't have Aiden, then yeah, I they're not doing it. And then you got the other team I would be worried about is Denver, on the low. Yeah, I agree there. If they're healthy. I agree there. I agree if there. They're, and, if they're healthy. And here, here's the thing too, with. Dallas's success. Mm-hmm. There were rumors about uh, Rudy Gobert possibly going to Dallas Mavericks. Mm-hmm. After what we're witnessing, I don't necessarily see a Rudy Gobert going to Dallas any longer. I think with this is, I think with the success of the Dallas Mavericks, I think that is that scenario is gone now. Yeah. Because they're spreading the floor for Don. Spreading the floor, yeah. Yeah. So Bertans and Cleaver. Mm-hmm. They're all bigs, but they're sitting on the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't need Rudy Gobert because that's where Doncic does his magic is in yep. that in that lane. Exactly. So if you so. got Gobert sitting in there. Yeah. And and Dallas. I can't forget Dallas. Obviously, they just beat yep. the Suns. So mm-hmm. Don, with Doncic there, I think they'll be they'll be straight. So yeah, no, I think Phoenix, they need Aiden. They get him back, then they'll be in the fold at least. Yep, yep. Thank you for joining us at That Porch Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. For more information, you can go to our website, which is backporchtalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backporchtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love.